Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, August the 26th. And how about those Phillies? Another Four game sweep. I can't remember the last time we had a season with what is it? Four four game sweeps. They also almost had a four game sweep at the Dodgers out in LA. If we'll remember the the Knebel blown save in that last game, but man, another four game sweep for the Phils. They are really climbing their way into a, a wild card position where you're feeling really good. Now, not all good news. We'll get to the Zach Wheeler news now. More good news, Bryce Harper. There's so much to get into today. Ultimately. Phillies win their fourth straight. They've won five of six. Um, they are now uh, sitting really, really pretty right now. And again, obviously, a lot of baseball left to play. There are 37 games left this season. But the Phillies at 70 and 55 through 125 is wild stuff. As again, the Phillies have just been playing great baseball. And every time there's an obstacle, like we talked about, they just they bounce back. They've done it all year and now sitting. Uh, Two and a half games up on the Padres, which really means three and a half with the tiebreaker for that. They're in the second wildcard spot. The Padres are a playoff team, and they're two and a half behind the Phillies. The Milwaukee Brewers now four games behind the Phillies. That means five with the tiebreaker. So the Phillies essentially have a five-game lead on the Brewers with 37 games left to play. Five-game lead, 37 to play. (laughs) It's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. Like, it's starting to get really real. You know, it's starting to get... And again, you've listened to this show for a long time. You know that I have long been saying that I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think this is finally the year. Every time something goes bad, I've been pretty consistent with saying, it's okay, This team will figure it out. This team battles adversity. This team bounces back. And now it's 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 getting really real. The the playoff drought could come to an end in a month, you know, a little over a month. We're we're right there. And it's exciting. It's exciting to think about the Phillies playing in the playoffs again. I mean, you know, those of us who are old enough, which I'm guessing is a lot of the people listening to this, we remember Red October. We remember how this city gets when the Phillies are are in it and in the playoffs and the excitement and the thrill. Um, 
It's just, it's really exciting to think about. It's exciting to think about where this team is, and obviously there's stuff to get into that's not exciting. The Wheeler injury is super concerning, and we'll talk about it. Now, Dombrowski did sound positive about it, um, but that's that's a concern. But obviously, you know, you, you pair it with Bryce Harper back in the lineup tonight down at Citizens Bank Park. Harper, they said that, you know, we originally were like, Monday maybe, he's back. He'll be back. Activated tonight, two games and re- two rehab games, dominating AAA. They're like, all right, enough. We've seen enough. Harper back tonight down at the ballpark against the Pirates. Thrilling stuff. It is really exciting. We'll get to last night in a minute. We'll get to Harper in a minute. Let's talk about the Wheeler thing first, because you know, as much as you know, I'm I'm full of good vibes this morning with the Phillies with the win last night, the four straight. The um, you know, coinciding with the the Brewers losing some games, the Padres losing some games, both off last night, and the Phillies. You know, building up this cachet of of games in front. Again, they are now four games, essentially five ahead of the Brewers. I mean, that's that's a big deal. That is a big spot to be in right now for the Phils. So that's exciting. Now, um, of course, you know, it was like in classic Phillies fashion, we get the news that um that Harper was coming back and you know, it was thrilling. We're all super, super excited about the news and things are going good. And then it was like 20 minutes later, it's like, oh, by the way, Zach Wheeler uh, is going to go in the aisle with form strain. It's like, no, come on, come on. And now there is, I just being completely honest, shoulder stuff is scary too. But when you hear a pitcher out with a forearm injury, I mean, that's terrifying. Terrifying. When guys get Tommy John surgery, it usually starts with forearm soreness. Just a fact. That's just the way this thing works. Now, Wheeler's had it before. That's a good thing. You know, the double Tommy John, you know, is is less common, but it happens. And the forearm thing is nerve wracking. Now, it does seem like Dombrowski had some pretty positive things to say about it comparatively. He said, "I can't say this has anything to do with the last two outings." No. Now, let's be real. It probably does. Wheeler's not look the same. He said. Uh, the way I describe it is more you can get to this time of year with about any player or pitcher, and there's something that they're not 100%. I mean, I've dealt with it with Zach for a couple years, and just like a lot of guys, he's dealt with some issues, some, some of those issues last year. So it's just one of those things. It's one of those things that pitchers deal with, and that's how I would describe this. More so, he's been dealing with this and how... More so, he's been dealing with this as how probably every pitcher on our staff has been dealing with something. Today, it's been one of those that over the last little time period, he's maybe been bothering him a little more. He's felt by all means that he could take the ball tomorrow, but when we talked about it, we also felt that we'd much rather knock this thing out and not have him go out there and continue to deal with this the rest of the season. So for us, when we sat in the office today, it was, I could do it, but we think sometimes you have to take it out of the person's hands and just think it's best to shut this down right now. Okay, so, I mean, you know, that that's... And again, as we've said many times, you know, it's hard to believe any president of baseball operations or general manager in any of these situations. Again, we all remember earlier this year when Dave Dombrowski said, I don't even think about manager decisions during the season. And then, you know, a week and a half later, Girardi was fired. You know, we know, we know, trades, all this stuff. It's... You know, we're not, Logan O'Hoppy's untouchable. Boom. You know, Logan O'Hoppy and Bram Brown are untouchable. Boom. Traded. You know, so we know that, that you know, what he says is, is a lot of times lip service, but 
you know, you still can only go off what you hear from Dombrowski. And that was a really positive thing to hear. The idea that you know, Wheeler theoretically could have gone out and pitched tonight, that he could have pitched through this thing. Uh, you know, again, if that's true, that's really good to hear. Because, you know, if it's, t- if it's heading towards Tommy John surgery, that's probably not what you're going to hear, right? So um, the Phillies seem pretty optimistic that he will only miss the two starts that, that will be the time that he's on the 15th day. Um, look, if he only missed two starts, fine. That's okay. You know, if if Wheeler is back and this little rest gets him ready for the playoffs, look what happens. You know, we see guys need a little time on the IL to get their arm right, to get ready to, to feel fresh again. And, and look, again, it is undeniable what we've seen from Wheeler's last two outings. He has not been the Zach Wheeler we know and love the last two outings. He has struggled in those outings. So um, all we can do is hope for the best. Uh, you know, in all honesty... Of course, I'm nervous. I'm cool. I don't definitely don't feel good about this thing. I'm not just trusting Dave on this one. Um, again, you know, when you see uh, pitcher X goes to the IL, the the next words I most don't want to see are with a forearm strain. You know, so so I'm not gonna lie and say, oh, it's fine. I definitely don't think it's fine. I'm definitely nervous about it. I'm definitely concerned about it. But it is certainly possible that it is just a strain and, and just a wear and tear thing and that he's back and he's fine. And I think the way Dombrowski talked is um, at least positive, you know, at least positive. He didn't even hint at the possibility that it could be more than that. And that's, um, you know, that that's that's a real positive. And again, he could be lying to us, but that would be a bold lie. You know, and then a week later, it's like, hey, guess what, Tommy John surgery. You know, so, so um, uh, especially be as confident and as sure as he was, and he said it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope that Dave is is on point. And again, you know, we're, we can't forget about anything till we know more. Um, but it is concerning. It's concerning. You know, look, I will say, Phillies, assuming it's only two starts. Let's say that Dave's not lying, and that it really isn't that big a deal, and it's just to shut it down and get him right for the the stretch run. If that's the case, you know, that's fine. The Phillies. Um, you know, really, actually, somehow have come out of this. Uh, you know, after making this Indergard trade, with with a really fine amount of starting pitching depth. You know, um, I'll bet you most teams' sixth and seventh starters are not Bailey Folter and Christopher Sanchez. Not that they're anything special, but you know, we just saw Sanchez go out and, and throw a nice game. We just saw Folter last week go out and throw a gem. Um, you know, we know these guys can at least go out and, and and start a major league baseball game and give you a chance to win. And honestly, most teams, sixth and seventh starters, can't do that. So, you know, as far as it goes, between Sanchez and Falter, the situation they're in, the Phillies are, you know, could be worse from from the replacement perspective. Again, the whole thing stinks. We're not excited about it. But, you know, at least you can see how um, it could be worse. For sure, it could be worse. So, um, I think they'll be able to weather this for a few weeks here. You know, I'm not too concerned about it submarine their playoff chances right now or anything like that. But I what I obviously am concerned about is if it is going to uh to linger. And obviously if it does and they lose Wheeler for for the season or something, you know, that really impedes their chances. I'm not gonna say they can't make the playoffs. I think they probably will. You know, again they're five games up on the Brewers right now with thirty seven to play. Um and Wheeler goes once every five days. I will say I think that means they absolutely lose in the first round of playoffs if they do make it. You know, that would be a, a real concern not having Wheeler. And look, anything can happen. You never know. But, um, you know, I wouldn't feel nearly as good going in the playoffs without Wheeler, obviously. So um, we just got to hope he's okay. Hope uh, hope this works out and, um, and hope for the best, you know. And again, I think they'll be all right in the short term, but, but long term. 
we'll obviously keep our eye on it. We'll continue to talk about it. On the flip side, and again, we'll get to last night in a sec. On the flip side, you know, the the amazing news of Bryce Harper's return is thrilling. The Phillies finding a way in that time to, uh, without Bryce Harper, go 31-20. and 20. Unbelievable how this team did without Bryce Harper. Really, a truly, um, excuse me, 32-20 and 20 with last night's win. 32-20 and 20 without Bryce Harper. Think about that. 32-20 and 20 without Bryce Harper. I mean, that's... Insane. The MVP of baseball last year, the National League, 32 and 20. They've picked up eight and a half games, or excuse me, eight games on the Padres and six and a half on the Brewers in that time. Think about that. Think about that. They are firmly in a playoff spot without Bryce Harper. Like that's why they're there because of the of the wins they had without Bryce Harper. How astounding is that? How thrilling is that? How exciting is that? I can't believe it. And tonight, Harper returns to the lineup after two months out. Obviously, we saw what he did in Lehigh Valley, the you know dominant minor league appearance that he made. Basically, uh, minor league pitching can't get Bryce Harper out. It's not that big a surprise, but still nice to see. Uh, and tonight's back and ahead of schedule um, in more ways than one, but certainly the most recent schedule we've, given, we've been given is, is ahead of it. You know, they were expecting him not to be back till Monday, expecting him to play in Lehigh through Saturday, and it's Friday and he'll be back at uh, Citizens Bank Park tonight. So, you know, thrilling. It's exciting that he could get back for a game at home, too. I think it's really fun for the fans to be able to go out and see Harper back in the lineup tonight. Um, it's just thrilling stuff. It's thrilling stuff, and it is the kind of thing that can really give a team a boost. Not only... Is Bryce Harper, you know, obviously a massive addition to your lineup. But again, the emotional boost that, that this brings. Again, this team fought and and battled and, you know, faced adversity and stared it down and and fought through it and and made their way into a spot where they are a playoff team without Bryce Harper. And now they get this guy back. The boost, the emotional lift, the excitement that this is going to bring to that clubhouse is massive, massive. It's like trading for the best hitter in baseball at the trade deadlines. Now, granted, the Juan Soto thing has worked out for the Padres as well, but, I mean, it really is just an unbelievably huge move, uh, you know, or, or situation for the Phillies to get this guy back right now in the in the heart of a, of a playoff chase. While you're a playoff team, to get this guy back, I mean, it is, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's thrilling. I'll be down at the park tonight. High hopes down at the park. Hang out. If you're going to be there, come say hi. We'll be at Miller Lite Liberty Landing all game. Emily and Zoe coming to the game. My daughter and, and wife coming. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, so if you're there, come check it out. Come say hi. We'll be at the Miller Lite Liberty Landing in left field the entire game, essentially. And uh, and we'll be cheering on Bryce. It's going to be thrilling to see that guy back in a Phillies uniform, back on a baseball field, doing his thing. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited for her to be back. You know, again, it really is a tale of two um, uh, halves, so to speak, with this Harper and Wheeler thing today. With getting Harper back but losing Wheeler, it really is. You know, it's, it felt very Phillies in the moment yesterday. Like Harper's coming back tomorrow. Wheeler's on the IL. It was like, you know, like yeah, that that jives. But ultimately, look again. Um, adversity has been this team's middle name this season. You know, lose Segura, lose Harper, deal with the manager firing, deal with all kinds of little nicks and knacks along the way, deal with bad series, deal with disappointing play, and we're. 15 games above 500 right now. 15 games. The Phillies are on pace to win between 90 and 91 games. I mean, this is a team that won 82 for the first time last year in a decade. 
They had not won. They had not had a winning record in a decade till last year. A winning record. And now this year they're on pace to win 90 or 91 games. That's phenomenal. Like truly a phenomenal season from this team and really needs to be appreciated. I know I'm appreciating it. And um, I, I really think people need out there need to you know, really get on board with this team. Support this team. Be excited about this team. This is fun, man. This is fun. It's fun to have a good baseball team back in Philly. It's been so long. It's been so long. And it's taken so long this year. We've talked about it so many times on this show. It's taken so long for that, you know, built-in um, sense memory, that that um, experiences that we've had the last decade that have become ingrained in us to expect failure, to expect the bullpen to come in and blow it, to expect if we're losing late for us not to come back and win it, to expect bad things to happen, to expect disappointment. Like, it is become ingrained as us as Phillies fans. It is our our natural state. It is our homeostasis is this constant fear and concern that we're going to be disappointed, that we're going to be beaten down, that it's not going to go the way we want it to. And it's really taken this season to beat that out of us, certainly of me, but I'm there. Like, I'm there. I don't expect this Phillies team to disappoint me. I don't. Even with the injuries, the Wheeler thing, like, sucks, man. It sucks. It's so scary to see the best pitcher on your team have a forearm injury. Like, it's terrifying. I'm not excited about it. It's very nerve-wracking. And it's nerve-wracking to see the ace of your team when you're in a playoff chase go down for, for any significant period of time, any period of time at all. And yet I still believe in this team. I still believe they're going to get it done. I still believe they're going to go out and win games. I believe that Bailey Falter will step in and make some good starts for this team. I believe other guys will step up. I believe the lift of having Harper back is going to carry this team forward. I believe in this Phillies team. For the first time in a long time. It feels weird, but it feels good. <laughs> Speaking of which, last night, reason to believe, again, brilliant. Aaron Nola, one of the best starts of his career. Nine innings, a complete game shutout for Nola. Nine innings, five hits, no walks, 11 strikeouts. Legitimately one of the best games of the man's career. Maybe the best, all told, like up there. Probably not, but up there. Um, complete game shutout, 11 strikeouts, just dominant. And shout out to Rob Thompson for letting Nola work through it. Ninth inning, runners on, gets into some struggles, and, and he figured his way out of it. And Rob Thompson let that dude do that. That's the kind of stuff Girardi never, ever, ever did. He never let players battle through things. He never let players fight, especially Nola. So I thought that was awesome to see, and I think Aaron Nola really appreciated it. 101 pitches to get through through nine innings. Again, was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Phil's get enough runs to win easy. First one came in the third inning as Kyle Schwerber just absolutely murders a baseball. Honestly, one of the hardest hit Kyle Schwerber home runs we've seen, which is hard to believe. Dead center field. It went off the freaking wall in center field in the outfield. The grass on the wall, it went off that thing. It was a tank shot from Schwerber, and that was all they needed. They had another in the fifth on a sack fly from Sosa, and then the seventh, a RBI single, two RBI single from Sosa. Great base running from Bradley Zimmer, who scores uh, from first on that. Really uh, motoring around, uh, paying attention, uh, just heads up baseball. It was nice to see Zimmer got a hit too to score there. Him, Zimmer goes two for three last night. Good to see Sosa one for three with th- one for two with three. RBI Schwerber with the homer, and it was enough. Enough. Nola was brilliant, and 
you know, again, to, to what we were talking about before, this Phillies team has that disappointing series against the Mets. You know, the Mets, they own them. It is what it is this year. But they have that disappointing series at home against the Mets. Go to Cincinnati, and they sweep a four-game series. And was it always pretty? No. Were there moments like it looked like they were going to blow games? Yep. But they did it. They swept the four-game series. No way a Phillies team from the last few years does that. No chance. Zero. Zip. None. A 0% chance that any Phillies team from the last few years does that. After a disappointing series to go into Cincinnati and sweep four straight. Or go home and, you know, stay at home and be in sweep four straight. You know what I mean? Sweep four straight from Cincy. I mean, this Phillies team has consistently handled these type of teams. And for years, all we've said, the Marlins, the this, the that, oh, the Phillies, they can't beat the teams they're supposed to beat. How can they be a playoff team if they can't beat the bad teams, if they can't handle business? And now this year, they're handling business, and so many people are saying, well, they're only beating up on bad teams. First of all, not true. Again, the teams they are directly competing with for a playoff spot, the Cardinals, the Brewers, the Padres, and the Cardinals not as much anymore, but you know what I mean. They have a winning record against all of them this season. They have a winning record against the Dodgers. They are tied even with the Braves. The only team they stink against is the Mets. That's it. It's a Mets problem, not a baseball problem, not a Phillies problem. And again, to the point I was just making, you can't you can't rip them for years for not beating the teams they're supposed to beat, for not handling business, and then come around this year when they are handling business and, and make it a negative. Like, that is not acceptable. That is not okay. You're not allowed to do that. One way or the other, right? Um... But no, seriously, it's great to see the Phillies handling business because that's how you make the playoffs. That's how you do this. Again, you know who wasn't handling business this week? The Padres against the Nationals. You know? that That's that's what happens when you don't beat the teams you're supposed to beat. All of a sudden, you're multiple games behind the Phillies for a playoff spot. Yes, sir. The Brewers now, again, four back of the Phillies, which is really five. They are six back of the Cardinals for that uh NL Centrals. The Cardinals are now 72 and 53. They've been playing great baseball. They've won 8 to 10 as they are two games up on the Phillies. Um, not that it matters, not directly competing, but good to know um, for that overall, you know, chase. But ultimately, um, Phillies sitting pretty right now in a really, really nice spot. And if they can just continue to play good baseball, if they can continue to win games, if they can continue to beat the teams they're supposed to beat, they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be in the playoffs. They continue to do what they need to do. Again, obviously, the Wheeler injury is a concern. There is no way around that. There is no way to sugarcoat it, as Dave Dombrowski, I guess, did sugarcoat it. And I'm hoping that that, that sugarcoating is justified. Um, but um, even with that in mind, even with the the you know concern of the Wheeler injury, there's just so much excitement, so much good with this team that you know, I'm, I'm not going to freak out over it yet until I know more. And, and again, assuming he can come back in a couple starts, I mean, man, you know, not that big a deal. So right now it's a big deal to me. I'm hoping in a couple weeks it's like, oh, that wasn't a big deal. And, and Dombrowski was right. We'll see. Either way, look, I think no matter what happens with Wheeler, the Phillies are going to find themselves in the playoffs. I think that the, the, what they've built up right now, and again, the fact that, you know, they're hitting now and they're getting Harper back, and, and I think they can win with Falter. Um, or Sanchez, certainly enough times where you don't submarine your season's losing Wheeler. But again, when you get to the playoffs, if you don't have Wheeler, that's when it becomes a much scarier, scarier proposition. All right, uh, this weekend, 
Pirates in town tonight. Falter against Wilson. Tomorrow, Gibby against Bede. And then on uh, Sunday, Syndergaard against Contreras. Really nice pitching matchups for the Phils. None of those guys. Super scary. Then no days off next week until Thursday. So straight from the Pirate series into the weekend series. Uh, into the the week uh, start the week series in Arizona against the Diamondbacks. So this is a tough one where it's three against the Pirates at home, but then they have to hop on a plane and go right to Arizona for a Monday game. That's tough. Three in Arizona, off day, and then three in San Francisco, and then off day on Monday. So the Phillies will have two off days over the next ten days, which is needed. And in between, they will be going to the West Coast. The tough one will be playing that early Sunday game and then heading right out to Arizona for a night game that next day. But luckily got Ranger and Nola going those first two games of the Arizona series. So you feel good about them maybe keeping you in one there um, when obviously, um, you know, it's a tough flight to, to chop on a plane and do that. But uh, first starts with the Pirates. Can the Phillies keep this little win streak going? Four straight, five, six. As they face the Pirates tonight, falter on the hill for Wheeler so. Uh, Falter gets his first chance to show us and, and the Phillies that, hey, you know what? I can fill in. I'll, I'll do a good job. We're going to find out tonight. It's a big one. And again, Bryce Harper's return. I cannot wait. If you're down at the ballpark, come say hi. Miller Light, Liberty Landing. We will be there the whole game. So please, please, I would love, if you come and say I listen to Phillies today, I'm I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to give you a hug if you're all right with it. And if not, I'll give you a, a really good handshake and tell you how much I appreciate you. Because I really do. I really do. From the bottom of my soul. I really do. So if you're there tonight, if you're at the ballpark, come say hi, please. It'll be really cool. Either way, we're going to react. We're going to see what Harper does. We're going to have some fun this weekend, and we'll react to what happens on Monday. So everyone have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday, and thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.